Good afternoon, or should I say, Good Etamida from Lillehammer. Welcome to Hang in There, the one and only podcast series hosted by a Spring Exchange student that you can guess the name. This is where you know more about me as an international student who traveled all the way from Vietnam to study abroad in Europe, as well as to get to know my beloved friend. We have different nationality, but one thing in common: we met and fell in love with the beautiful Lillehammer. Say no more. Let's start. Hang in there. Alrighty. So welcome to another episode of Hang in There. So this episode is gonna be a little bit special because normally I'm gonna invite my friends who are exchange student in Lillehammer, but today my guest is definitely not an exchange student. He's from Norway, and uh, the special things about him is he's the first person that taught me about how to make a podcast. So yeah, please welcome Marcus. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Marcus, and uh, I am so lucky to be a guest on this uh, amazing podcast where <laughs> the uh, apprentice has become the master. Um, glad, glad to hear uh, about that. Yes. Well, uh, I'm glad to be here. Thank <laughs> you for inviting me. <laughs> okay. So maybe can you introduce a bit about your journey to podcast, like how you start your podcast and about yeah since when you start making podcasts and also you become an editor for Flopka? Yes, uh, it was actually quite um, random because I just saw the uh, ad mm -hmm. like right there, which uh, was uh, during the pandemic here at the school. It said, do you want to make a podcast? Are you a student? Do you want to be a part of the school newspaper? And I thought, you know what, that's a, that's a great way to, um, to sort of um, get to know more people because I started studying here during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been studying here for two years now, so it's basically been a pandemic my whole <laughs> <laughs> my whole time oh, here. What an unfortunate. Uh, yes, uh, but then you know it, it's not it's an unfortunate start maybe, but then you just have to uh, do things like start a podcast to make mm -hmm. sure that you reach out to new people. Yeah, exactly. And um, and so that's what I did. I started a podcast called uh, in uh, in translated English, it would be like God and the Layman. Like, which basically means everyone, you mm -hmm. know. So my podcast basically means everyone in Norwegian. Okay. And um, and uh, that's that's the the concept of the podcast too. It's just I wanted to talk to anyone about anything, really. Mm. Um, so yeah, because I wanted to get to know more people <laughs> at the yeah, school. Yeah, so I think like your podcast and my podcast has something in common because my podcast is also about like talking to people about basically everything. So one like quite frequent uh, uh, questions that I got from people is that okay, what topic are you going to talk about? And I was like, yeah, I didn't think about that. But let's say that we're gonna talk about everything. Like what come up to my <laughs> mind? And yeah, people, I think it's also a good way to make people feel more comfortable when on when they are in a podcast because some people are kind of scared of being like asking a lot of questions. They might feel the pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, you know, I think that's. Uh, also, uh, a good thing about podcasts that separates podcasts from, say, radio shows or like debates, mm -hmm. because it's uh, I think the best podcasts, at least, are the ones without um, a script. Mm -hmm. With the, maybe you have some notes, but really, where there's like no theme, there is no like yeah, true. Uh, where it's just like a informal recorded conversation between two people, open to having a uh, a, a conversation on tape. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's why I think you it's have good. another podcast, right? Beside the long one, you also have yeah. a short one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I have well, actually, <coughs> I have three podcasts. Uh, one where I just uh, <laughs> one really short one called uh, Marcus reads something, mm-hmm. where I just read something, <laughs> uh, and I read uh, usually like uh, rap lyrics. Yeah. From uh, stupid uh, Norwegian rap songs. And also poems, right? Yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> I sort of, uh, I, I sort of uh, uh, make them into poems. Oh, okay. Right. So, I just read the lyrics in a very like poetic, like slam poetic way, yeah. you know, and uh, sort of change the change the perspective on the song mm-hmm. without the um, you know the bass and the eight oh eight tracks and everything. <laughs> so, I think that's kind of funny. Um, and then I also have a podcast called Fjolderpodden. Um, where where we just talk about comedy and stand up and uh you know like tools that you can use in stand up and whether or not a joke is good or if it's bad mm. or if a certain theme can be joked with mm. uh how it should be joked with etc mm. so that's that's <coughs> what I do and like you said I'm also like an editor or I I don't do that much now but I uh ed- edit some podcasts as well you know oh for Flocka or yeah. oh okay I mm. didn't know that because at first I thought you were only like the instruction or like the instructor who's like show people how like making podcasts look like yeah it's uh it 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 sort of depends you know I'm very malleable you know it's uh depends on what the person really wants like if they say oh you know like I really can't do this or like um uh can you help me with this like I'll probably help them with that you know but mm-hmm. that's uh, that's a long time now I now I just publish and uh Okay. Uh, yeah, right a bit. Yeah. So, of all the responsibility that you have at Blocka, which one do you prefer the most? Like being an editor or being a podcaster? Definitely being a podcaster. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because uh, the reason for why I became an editor in Fluka was just uh, so that I could do podcasting. Mm-hmm. And uh, because before me, like they didn't really have. Um, uh, any like corona guidelines and uh, and you know um, instructions on how to use this room it wasn't yeah. really active last mm-hmm. year but they needed an editor to sort of take uh, you know to teach people give people instructions on how to use devices and how to make a podcast yeah and so I just applied for that because I wanted to be the first one to I was so eager to start making a podcast <laughs> in here yeah. And I knew that okay, if I if I take that role, take that job as an editor, that means that I can start making podcasts even before this is open to the public. Oh, okay. You see, <laughs> so yeah. I was that eager. So that that was the, like wow. my plan because the people who were in the student newspaper, like I I emailed them for like probably like every week for three months, three four months, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, I want to, ma- I still want to make a podcast. Can <laughs> I ma- come and make a podcast now? I I see the room is open, it's available. Like, I can just learn how to use the equipment. Like, don't worry about it. Uh, can I please make a podcast? And so I just kept on nagging and nagging, and, you know. And uh, after a while, they said, well, you can be the head, uh, the editor of the room uh, if you do this and this and this. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And I did all of that, took on the role as an editor for the n- school newspaper just so mm-hmm. I could make a podcast too. <laughs> so that, that's it. That's why I'm here. So it's know. not your main purpose, right? <laughs> 
my sorry, my main purpose as like my ma- your main purpose of becoming an editor is just to become a podcaster, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean, like next year, I'm not gonna have that role now that there is a system for this uh, mm. that we made, and uh, uh, now I'm just gonna have fun. I'm oh, just gonna book okay. the room. I'm gonna be in your position essentially. Okay, that's <laughs> nice. So yeah, so of all the podcasts that you make, like all the series that you have, which mm-hmm. one do you feel most comfortable with? Like the one that you feel like. Ah, this is the place that I can be my like not like be yourself, but like the one that you have you have the most creativity in it. Ooh, good I know that like yeah, you all like all three podcasts that is yours, but I know that there's some mm. yes, there should be something that you like a bit more than others. Yeah, uh, I think I like them, uh, you know, uh, um, for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But I would say the the podcast that I am most invested in, yeah. that I really want to continue for like decades, really, like I yeah. I want that to be a thing that I have for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. not to, n- to uh, you know monetize it or make it a career, but just I want that to be saved somehow, like mm-hmm. have that as a record, and that is um, God and the Layman or Dudo Mom. Mm-hmm. Um because I think it's an amazing uh, platform to. An excuse, really, to yeah. talk to people that I don't know, mm-hmm. because you know I o- I often use this example for why I do th- have that podcast, and that is like, if you meet a random person working at a store, yeah. you know, uh, servicing you, and you say, hey, um, I would like to have a conversation with you. Why don't we grab coffee? That's gonna be a little off-putting, yeah. probably. <laughs> it's gonna be like, why we don't know each other? Why do yeah. you wanna, why do you want to sit down and talk to me? That's weird. Mm-hmm. But if you say, hey, I have the studio and I have a podcast, uh, I would love to have a podcast with you if you'd like to come on. Mm-hmm. Then people are more like um, uh, they're more likely to say yes in my in my uh, yeah. experience, and so and so. Um, I think that is fun. I love talking to new people, meeting mm. new people, talking to random people, especially, and uh, that's that's a good way to uh, that's a good tool to yeah. uh, to get to do that. So podcast is connect you to more people. I would say you yeah. get to know more people, and yeah, they also get to know about you and also the studio here. Mm. Because I think without you, no one's gonna know about that. Okay, here in Lillehammer, there is a podcast st- studio that is really well equipped. But I would say that all the equipment here are quite modern for sure hmm, yeah. but have you ever encountered any dilemma while you're asking people to come over yeah uh i have a big uh well dilemma well there's never really been a big problem there's been some nerves you know mm-hmm. people are a bit nervous of course you know they're not really used to and i'm a bit nervous on their behalf as Same well for me yeah. <laughs> every time i start the podcast you know? i always feel like this is like my first time although <laughs> yeah. i have done it for like several times now yeah but it's still just that that feeling that that knowledge that you um at some point this is being recorded and it's going to be published mm-hmm. and it's going to be available to everyone with spotify you know it's yeah. It that's what makes it a bit uh, makes people a bit nervous. I think to put their name on something that is out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I haven't really encountered any uh, problems or dilemmas. So it's just like you ask people, and it's gonna be a yes or a no, right? Yeah, I I I, ex- uh, I have experienced like a lot of people who say yes or like, oh, that's great, that's so cool. Uh, that, yeah, I want to be a part of that. I want to come do an episode, and then mm-hmm. they just don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk the talk, but they don't pod the pod. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's a problem. Also, I've experienced 
uh, uh, most women I've asked, they're always, a, they, I, th I think there's a bigger, it seems like it's a bigger step for them than most of my guy friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but um, yeah, it seems like they're really enthusiastic about me doing, having a podcast. They're yeah. like, oh, that's so cool. That's so fun. L yeah. Can you tell me about it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would say like, yeah, you want to come? It's super fun. Do you want to be a part of it? You know, can grab a beer or something and they're always like nah nah it's not for me i don't want to you know yeah so so that i would say that's the biggest dilemma that the ratio or the balance between the genders are not equal mm -hmm. represented mm -hmm. in my podcast and that's not because of me it's be, uh, it's really because like uh, acceptance rate that you have right yeah yeah i mean i, c I can't force people to be on the podcast true, and it just seems like guys are more yeah relaxed about having their voice out there recorded not that i haven't had any women on my podcast it mm -hmm. just seems like a bigger step for them and that's a dilemma for me because of course i want it to be yeah maybe i think for women there's gonna be something they think maybe it's more or less like the way you want to approach them for like you two are just strangers and like you show that she's gonna show up on a podcast of uh, strangers. Maybe it's not something that they feel comfortable with. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. But it's also not just strangers. It's like, you know, I, I, I live with two women. Mm -hmm. You know, one of them is politically active. Yeah. So she's used to talking to crowds and, you know, being a semi-public person in her um, gang. Yeah. You know. And she was really enthusiastic about this. And she knows me. We live with each other, you know. Yeah. She has a boyfriend, so I'm not trying to date her. She <laughs> knows that. And uh, she's still a bit skeptical, you know. Mm. So yeah. it's not just random women. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's like that. Maybe I'm obnoxious. I don't, like, I, I don't know, you know. But it, that you asked me, the question was, have I encountered any dilemmas? Yeah. That's my dilemma. Mm, get that. Not having enough women on. Hmm. I think it might also happen with my podcast that if I invite girls to come over, they are. F I think they are more willing to be on my podcast than guys. I, I'm Ooh. not sure why is, why this happened. Just because now you mentioned it, now I feel like, huh, that could be may also happen to my scenarios also because I didn't invite that much guys to, to come to my podcast, but I feel like there was a guy that I'm just asking him last week, like, do you want to be on my podcast? And like normally people are gonna respond like immediately like okay or like no i don't want to but this guy he like asked me quite a lot of questions like okay what is your podcast about and um yeah can you send me a, an episode of your podcast so i can listen to and i was like okay that's quite uh yeah i have never received that many questions when i ask people to join my podcast but okay it's not a big problem for me but yeah i think it's also kind of like a gender thingy that people feel reluctant to do the podcast with like the people from different gender i guess Mm -hmm. So, uh, you I th remember you once told me that you study uh, psychology, right? Yes. So, when you ask uh, your guests to come over, have you ever feel like okay, there is something really nice that you also that you didn't realize before that in psychology that when you actually talk to people, you like that oh, it's something that I have learned before, but now I realize that it's quite common in people. Yeah. Um. Well, mm, have I learned anything that uh, you're asking me if I've learned anything uh, yeah, that relates to, to psychology like, and while and you doing realize that, Oh, there is something, yeah, it's also some kind of knowledge that I already know through psychology. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. now I see it like in people. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, 
Well, um, yes and no. Yes, uh, I have, but it, it's like not necessarily just because of the podcast, but mm -hmm. just talking to people. You see it. You know, psychology is a very, uh, what should we call it? It's very uh, observable. Right, yeah. like what we learn about in our books, mm -hmm. we can actually see when we look around in the classroom. We can see people who are nervous, yeah. nail biting. We can see people with uh, different uh, types of diagnosis, you mm -hmm. know, like uh, anorexia or uh, whatever it is. And so you see it. You see what you read about, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, of course, I've observed that. I think, um, um, but not not necessarily um because of the podcast i think people are very self-critical mm -hmm. when they know they're in the spotlight yeah uh so people are often like oh that was really fun but you know i'm so dumb and i'm just so <laughs> i've seen a lot of that you know imposter syndrome or the 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 spotlight effect like mm -hmm. uh like people think that everyone's going to think about that dumb thing that they said like halfway through the podcast and mm -hmm. that's going to ruin the whole podcast oh and yeah. uh and they feel like they just faked having a good conversation i'm like no you didn't mm. fake having a good conversation we actually had a good conversation you know, things like that i think i see myself in that spotlight thing because yeah. for me uh well i have some kind of thing i call it like when i feel nervous i'm gonna talk really fast and I feel like when I listen back to my podcast, I could see that I fa talk quite fast compared to my guests. And I think that it was because of I was too scared to make the mistakes that maybe people are going to realize when they listen to my podcast. So I tried to like speed up a bit so people can like, they're not going to listen to it really well about what I said. It's just going to listen to my guests. So I think it's kind of thing that I also have that I trying to avoid making mistakes while making podcasts. And I want to feel really yeah, I'm going to feel really guilty if I make something dumb during the podcast <laughs> and it might, yeah, going to affect the whole podcast. So, yeah, I, I would say that there's also like a psychology thing that happened with me also. Mm. I, You know, talking about uh, the experience with podcasting mm -hmm. um, and in terms of psychology and being or becoming a psychologist, it's like I feel like this is a I'm training every time I have a podcast like this where it's just talking mm -hmm. with another person. I feel like I'm like uh, train. I'm I'm in training to become a better uh, talker and a better listener, mm. and uh, that's a big part of why I enjoy it. I think mm -hmm. it's because when I have conversations, say with people I live with, or uh, walking down here to go and grab a bite to eat with someone that I know, I'm not really focused on the conversation. I'm not really thinking. How did I phrase that? Yeah. Should I listen to this person more now or mm -hmm. should I interrupt him? Mm -hmm. I don't really see that as a big deal. But when I'm in here talking to you, I'm very conscious uh, about me listening to you. I'm really listening. Mm -hmm. And I'm also very conscious about how I phrase my words and my sentences. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, I feel like I'm training to become a better conversational speaker and listener yeah. yeah i think podcasts also help me to yeah increase my uh concentration skill because like normally i'm not a person who can focus on something that well but like when i'm making podcasts especially when having conversation with people 
I really need to yeah focus on what they are saying. Otherwise, I'm just gonna like repeat what they just said and like ask them the same questions all over the time. So I think yeah, making podcasts not it's just about like talking and listening. It's also about like training the skill that you are missing. Mm. It's especially for me because uh uh yeah I I always feel not so confident when talking in front of people and even with like my my friends. Sometimes I just feel like. Oh my god! I'm gonna make some dumb things in front of them. I'm gonna say something really dumb, so I should try to like avoid talking too much and like yeah, it's a, I'm a bit not so open to people. But while making podcasts, it's about like yeah, asking questions and listen to all the stories. And I feel like I'm more open when I'm making podcasts. Mm. Yeah, same. same. Hmm. So yes, let's talk a bit about stereotype. Do you believe in <laughs> stereotype? Do I believe in it? Yeah, yeah, I know they exist. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they exist. You know, uh, stereotypes is a it, it's a word, uh, mm-hmm. and it's a word for a reason. Whether or not stereotypes are uh, completely true, yeah, that's a whole different. You know, <laughs> that's a whole different uh, question. Of course, there is a reason for why stereotypes exists, um, but of course, as well, it's too generalized to be applied to one individually. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can. Like that's the schemas in your brain. Yeah. I don't know the, your cognitive schemas. Yeah. Like your boxes where you put people in boxes to put it like that. You mm. know, it's like we have things like stereotypes because it's very easy for us mm. to sort of know whether or not a person is a danger or a friend. You know, mm-hmm. for example, and um, so they exist for a reason. But like I said, like you can't really. Yeah, uh, I, I get that. I get yeah. that. But let's say about like Norwegian stereotype. Do oh you yeah. Yeah. Do you believe in something called Norwegian stereotype? Like something is yeah really like typicals of Norwegians. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. There's For a example? lot of things. Well, there's a lot of things that are very typical Norwegian. Uh, one is we have this like um, there's a thing called Janteloven. Mm-hmm. Probably not heard of it, but yeah. it's basically like uh, I think it's almost it's an old poem. I think. Mm. Um, which has kind of become, uh, which is a social norm for all Norwegians in a way. Uh, And it's really about, it's, I think it was made with humor, but you can really see it as a part of the Norwegian society. Uh, And it says that, you know, you shouldn't really think that you are anyone. You shouldn't think you're better than anyone. You shouldn't think that you, like, are great. You Mm. shouldn't think that you're, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't think that you're better than anyone. You are just you. Yeah. Um, And so I think a lot of Norwegians are afraid to sort of stick out. Like, Mm -hmm. Americans are not afraid to stick out, you know, and be like a unique individual on Mm -hmm. the American dream, right? Yeah. But Norwegians are more socialistic and, you know, they're more like, okay, Mm. this is enough for me. Mm, Okay. You know. Yeah, because the reason I ask about stereotypes, because I remember that, there are quite a lot of people talk to me about like okay the Norwegians are kind of kind of shy people who are mm. not who are scared to open up and scared to confront. I didn't believe that until it was a funny story. But like uh, last month, we uh, like the exchange student, we have a meeting with the international office about a problem that the Dutch people are partying too much, and the Norwegians feel not so comfortable with that. But they were. They were not talking in front of the Dutch, but they decided to send an email to the international office and they sent <laughs> housing. Yeah. And this kind of like triggers the, the Dutch because they feel like, why should you just like say it to my face? You yeah. have to say it to like a third party, which is not so nice. 
So I'm, I'm thinking of, huh, is yeah. it true that the Norwegians are scared to open up and like confront to people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're afraid to socialize in many ways. I mm. think. Just in general, like especially if you go to, like I'm from Oslo, if you go to any big city, like... You're from Oslo, right? Yes. And if you go to any big city like Oslo, it's you're you know you're gonna be surrounded by people, but they're gonna be weirded out if you start talking to them. Mm -hmm. You know, you're yeah. gonna be there's gonna be thousands of people around you, but if you talk to one of them, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> who the hell is this?" You know. So uh, do you think is that the reason why people, like some people, don't come to your podcast because they are scared to yeah be around with like strangers and also to speak well. up in a podcast yeah. which is going to be recorded and like yes yeah, going to spread publicly yeah and uh, yeah i think that's uh, one of the reasons and also uh, podcasting is not something that everyone does you know mm -hmm. uh so uh like if you invited someone to come to a radio show like there's going to be people who don't want to be in the spotlight like that mm. and there you go there's the jonteloven back again right mm -hmm. like there's they don't like don't be unique like don't yeah. stand out Yeah. You're nothing. You're not great. Don't think you're great. Don't mm -hmm. think you're better than anyone. That's so. I think that's a part of it too. But um, um, yeah. You know, have you been to Oslo? Yeah, I've been there once. So in the in the the train central in downtown Oslo, there's a huge metal tiger. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. The reason for why that is there is because uh, Oslo was called by a famous writer a long, long time ago mm -hmm. when he came to Oslo. I for forget his name. But he called Oslo the Tiger State. Yeah. Because everyone sort of acted like a tiger there. You, you like, they're not friendly. Mm. They're like... Um, a bit cold. <laughs> yeah, they're a bit cold and they keep to themselves, you know. And you don't want to get in, in the way of the tiger, you know. Mm, like, yeah. they're not there to help each other. Okay. You know? <laughs> it's so funny about the uh, the tiger statue because at first I thought it was about for this year only because like in the um, lunar calendar it's the year of the tiger <laughs> so I thought that tiger was there just for this year but then I also did a, a bit like research on Google like okay yeah. why there's a tiger in front of the central station and yeah, yeah they also mentioned that they call they some people call Oslo the city of tiger yeah so. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know about the story behind that, but okay, it's good to know about that. I think that's where it came from. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think so. Mm, okay. So, but yeah, you know, it's probably it, you know it's probably the same if you start living in New York, in mm. New York City. Like, there's just people there are so busy with themselves that they don't have time to like help a homeless person. You know, like yeah. it's just too busy. There's there's uh, so many people trying to like make it. You mm -hmm. know. There's so much competition in any big city, right? Yeah. Competition for everything. The the apartments are expensive. The jobs are plenty, but also hard to get because you're competing with a lot of people. Mm. And so, you know, it's it's a big city life. Mm. Same in Oslo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like before I come uh, before I came to Norway, my friend uh, she showed me a videos about kind of like stereotypes about the Norwegian. Yeah. And there, w there was one thing that uh, she, like in the videos, it said that like if uh, there you saw that there is an empty chair next to a person on, th on the bus and if you sit next to them, <laughs> it's not going to be a good thing because they're not going to be so comfortable with that. And yeah. sometimes they just want to have like the space for themselves. And when you sit on it, it might kind of like interrupt them. Yeah. But is it true? In yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big time, <laughs> big time. Yeah, no, that's... Um, 
That is very true. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's weird, really. But uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of Norwegians were very happy when uh, there were corona restrictions on the bus. <laughs> and no one was allowed to sit next to you. I think people were very happy with that. <laughs> um, so... But yeah, it's a weird thing. We have very, I think, even in Oslo, um, maybe especially in Oslo, Norwegians have a very big personal space. Like mm. they need a lot of personal space for themselves, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like it would be it would be unimaginable if there were several seats available on a bus. Yeah. I was sitting in one of those seats. And there were plenty of other seats to sit next to no one. Yeah. And someone sat next to me. Like, I would be like, this guy is psychotic. <laughs> I would think this guy needs help. Why is he sitting next to me? There's a bunch of room everywhere. So, so yeah, I think th those stereotypes are true. Um, mm. There's probably some stereotypes, too, about Norwegians. Uh, you know, we like to go uh, hiking. Yeah. That's true. We like, like skiing. <laughs> Cross-country skiing and skiing in general. Yeah. Um, Another thing that's kind of uh, prevalent that I don't think is that common uh, across the world, especially outside uh, Europe and the Western world, I think, is is having a cabin. Mm. You know, that's a very Norwegian thing. Having a cabin is like having a car, you know. Yeah. Most people have it. Yeah. Most people who can afford it have it. Mm. And it's usually like a cabin. Uh, it's not usually. Sometimes it's a cabin. It's a more primitive lifestyle. Mm. To do to go away on the uh, weekends and just live a more primitive lifestyle. Yeah. Some people like it without uh, running yeah, water. Yeah, get out the hustle life. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you? Uh, you've been here for uh, half a year soon. Uh well. Something. Uh, this yeah it's um, like more than yeah more than five months. Yeah. No, so four four months. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So how do you how do you like it? How was your experience here? Well, to be honest, Lillehammer is a bit. Uh well, I expect to s to have like more activities to do in Lillehammer because for me Lillehammer is is a bit boring s at some point. I'm mm. so sorry for people who <laughs> like Lillehammer, but that's the truth. That's the truth because yeah. whenever I travel to like other big cities like in tr like Oslo or Trondheim, I feel like ah, I could feel. I mean, I'm still an introvert, but I feel like I have more things to do there, mm. like on my own or like with other people. It doesn't matter. It's just like they offer me more things to do. But in Lillehammer, I feel like, for example, I go to the city center. I can just go there for like one hour and I feel like I have nothing else to do except mm. for going to like shopping groceries or like buying things that I want. But other than that, I don't have other things to do. Mm. But let's say when I come to Oslo, because of course it's a big city, it's the capital. So I have more like more place to go and also more things to visit. So I will say that I like Norway, but I like like life in big cities in in Norway, but compares to when I go when I'm in uh, in the Netherlands, I prefer to have the life in the small city, oh. because I feel like okay it's small enough to be around with people, but also have give me enough space to be alone. Hmm. So I think it's the difference when I experience in the Netherlands and in Norway. Hmm. But in general, I like the yeah I like how things here in Norway. Like I, ha I like it how people are. Yeah, they are a bit cold in <laughs> some way, but they are also really friendly. They, yeah, th I've met quite a lot of nice people, especially at Kiwi at the <laughs> supermarket, <laughs> uh, where I didn't expect to like, have conversation, but they w 
there was a guy that he's super friendly. Like whenever I come to him, he's just gonna start a conversation with me, asking uh, how was your day, and okay, uh, do you have any plans, for example, for Easter or something? And I was like, wow, I didn't expect to see a Norwegian who like start an initiative towards me to like ask questions. And I thought he's just like asking me questions because he he look at me, he may think that I'm like internationals here. But turns out he asks questions to everyone who is come to oh, his place. Oh, yeah, I know who you mean. I think you know who yeah. that guy is because I think everyone who has met him for once, he can remember him immediately because yeah. he has a really kind of like a style that you cannot forget. Yes, and uh, he works uh, behind the counter at Kiwi, right? Mm -hmm. By the gas stations, Kiwi. Yeah. Like where there's like two gas stations next yeah, to each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a local legend. <laughs> he's a local legend. I don't know, like, I'm not trying to uh, make a joke about him. And, uh, you know, it's not mean, but it's a, it's a joke. And uh, because he's a local legend, just because he talks to everyone. Yeah. And he's, the way he talks in Norwegian, we would call, like, like, like super, super, like, uh, <laughs> he's like Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky. You know, yeah. he's just so like, hey, man, where are you going? What yeah, are you exactly. doing? Yeah, exactly. He just boom. always gives like you the happy vibe, no matter <laughs> like how was his day or your day. He, he just like seeing you and like, hi, like just like an old friend who you yeah. haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, it's very uh, anti-Norwegian. Yeah. Know? And I that's why. I was so surprised to see yeah. someone <laughs> like a Norwegian up, like talk to me. Like yeah. because I met him for the first day that I came to Lillehammer. It was like 10 p.m. because I just ar arrived and I need to buy something before because it was on Saturday and Sunday everything closed so mm. I just like yeah, came there to grab like really quick things and he should start making conversation with me and I was so surprised <laughs> because yeah because I already told you that my friend showed me the videos about stereotypes of Norwegian and one <laughs> one thing I know is like the Norwegian and like Scandinavian people are really cold yeah. and then I met that guy the first Norwegian that I met <laughs> is the one who like talk quite talkative and like he's really friendly and I feel like he's talked to like that to everyone, and I was true. It's like he's talked like the the way he talked is like to everyone. Yeah. And I was really surprised by that. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost like comical. It's like he's from a cartoon or something. <laughs> it's just too much. I think. Like I I wonder I wonder what he's like when he's not at that counter. I wonder if because if you knew the things he said in Norwegian sometimes, mm -hmm. like he just says things like hey. Uh, Another day, another dollar. Like, he's just like, he says things like this, you know, things that, like, <laughs> that are, uh, uh, he's saying words, mm -hmm. but it's not, he's not really saying anything. Yeah. He's more saying, like, uh, hey, it is it's what it is. Another day, like another dollar. You like know what's random up? random things, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, it's all positive, mm -hmm. but it's just like. I think if I had a conversation with him for five minutes, if he said just things like this, mm -hmm. I would like, uh, yeah, I would freak out because he's <laughs> like the times that I've been there and the uh, people who uh, who I live with have been there. He's not really saying much, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but he's saying a lot. But he, like the, 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 you know, he's not really saying anything, and that's I love that. You know, I I think that's really funny, but I can't handle that for more than one minute, and uh, and so I think his job is perfect for him. 
because you know, yeah. there's a new customer <laughs> every time. Because I once uh, <coughs> interview him because I have an assignment about asking people in Lillehammer and I decided to int- uh, interview him and he said that he worked at Kiwi for I think more than five years. Oh. And the reason why he he's kind of have a dream of working at the supermarket and the reason behind that dream is just he wants to help people. He wants to like offer people what they need and like try to answer questions from people. So he feel like working at the supermarket is the perfect job for him. Wow. And that's, uh, I, I was like, okay, that's that's the good thing to know because I didn't know that there is someone who's dream of working in a supermarket, but he's the one who has that dream. Wow, that's great. <laughs> that's great, though. That yeah. is good. I mean, you know, all, all power to him. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. That's <laughs> great. He accomplished his dream. <laughs> now just keep on living your dream. Like, uh, you know... It's great. Like I wish that that was my dream too. Yeah. You know? so yeah, I wish I could find my yeah my dream job as easy as his. Yeah, it's not <laughs> that hard to accomplish. And he, you know, if if that happiness that he's constantly like uh, showing, mm-hmm. if that is genuine because he is living his dream, yeah. working there, yeah, which it almost seems like it. You know, it seems like it's genuine. Then that's that's just amazing. That's beautiful. That's perfect. It's great. So, yeah. So, I think the podcast epi- this episode is getting a bit long now. So, how do you feel when you're becoming a guest? Because you always <laughs> become a host, <laughs> and now it's kind of like I, I hope it's not your first time. But how do you feel when become a guest of a p- another person podcast? Yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. It's been uh, yeah. You uh, you're a good podcaster. You ask uh, interesting questions. And I'm sorry if I haven't asked any questions to you back. Uh, or, uh, no, I think it's completely fine. Because yeah. for me, I feel like whenever I ask your questions, I also have my my own answers in my mind. Yeah. So I always share my answer after you finish your like your answer. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's good. You're a good. Uh, you're a good host. Uh, it's been. Um, it's been nice. It's uh, yeah, my <laughs> second time. Yeah, I've been. I guess that uh, the other. Uh, person uh, or persons, the duo who has the podcast called Unibarna. Mm-hmm. Been a guest on their show as well. It's a bit different. It's mm. more like, uh, you know, it's not really a conversation like this. It's mm. more like, uh, oh, here's a topic. What the hell is this? Oh, or yeah. I, I also know that because I know that for each episode, they have a title. Like, okay, what kind of things they're going to talk in this episode. So mm-hmm. I know that they kind of have a clear structures before they start the podcast. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, it's been fun. It's been great. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And, yeah, one final question. Are you allergic to peanut? Uh, no. Okay, no, because not. I have something for you from Vietnam as a gift. Oh. Well, thank you for becoming my first teacher of making podcasts. Oh. And thank you for being here today. So, here is, like, a peanut candy from Vietnam. So, oh. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Looks delicious. Yeah, what is it? It's called. It's just peanut candy. It look not so common. I think you have never seen something like this because no. I know that in Asian s- supermarket you can find a lot of product from like Vietnam or China or something. But this one I think is only available in Vietnam because it's not something. I would say it's not something that uh, makes people feel curious about because it's just like yeah, sugar and peanuts. <laughs> oh, so the white thing is just sugar. Yeah. It's like peanuts uh, rolled in. Sugar? Yeah. Coated in sugar. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was good. Hmm. Okay, glad you like it. Yeah, that was really good. And I'm really glad that you like being on my podcast because, to be honest, I was a 
I'm always like asking friends to come over, but for you, you are more like someone who like in charge of the podcast. So mm -hmm. I feel a bit, a bit stressed. I will, I have to admit <laughs> that before asking you to come over because I know it's gonna be a bit different. But you are more, more or less a, like a profession, like oh. <coughs> a professional in making podcasts. So I feel like okay, I should, should I prepare something for this or should I keep it natural? <laughs> and I, I mean, I feel. I'm glad that I make it natural because it's gonna be quite weird if I like prepare a list of questions and you're just gonna be like, "Whoa, is that a podcast or like <laughs> an, a job interview?" Mm. Yeah, no, it felt uh, felt very natural. Like <laughs> I said, you're a great host, and I uh, hope you can um, continue to um, have a podcast. Or yeah, uh, I would love to. I mean, I hope that because in my university in the Netherlands they don't have a studio like a good studio like this, so I'm not sure how can I continue making podcasts. I will figure it out how to make it because yeah, I really enjoy making podcasts for now, and at least I think I could do something with just like my earphones and yeah, just it's not gonna be a good equipment like this, but I will try to make something out of it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, you know, I think that's uh, in a lot of ways what stops people from doing new things, mm -hmm. uh, especially things that involve uh, technology. It's like they don't really know about the technology, or they can't afford to have the best equipment, like yeah. the best microphone or whatever. But uh, I think you should just start. Just, uh, you know, if you have your phone, you have a microphone in your phone. Yeah. Like, it's actually not that bad if you just talk like this mm -hmm. in your phone. Like, it's yeah. not that bad. Of course, it would require um, uh, whoever you have on as a guest to do the same or mm -hmm. to uh, move your phone around. But, yeah, you could. Yeah basically create a podcast yeah at least for now i know how to use the editing software so i already like have yeah half of the way to make a podcast it's just now about the motivation and what kind of concept that i'm going to make because uh while i'm thinking of yeah making another things not just invite people like just invite my friends but maybe also invite like strangers like you already did is i think it's also a nice experience for me I think that's the end of this podcast. So thank you so much for listening until now. And I hope to see you in the next episode. And thank you, Marcus, again for being here. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Yes. Okay, so see you in the next episode.